and welcome to Star Wars Words and All, a podcast where we talk about everything we love about Star Wars Words and All. My name is Chris, and joining me are Ben. Hello. Bill. Hi. And Will. Your lightsabers will make a fine addition to my collection. Snuggle up with your Tuca doll and wave around your model T-16 Skyhopper, because today we're talking about Star Wars toys. Merchandising! Merchandising! Where the real money from the movie is made. Spaceballs the t-shirt! Spaceballs the coloring book! Spaceballs the lunchbox! Spaceballs the breakfast cereal! Spaceballs the flamethrower! The kids love this one. Last but not least, Spaceballs the doll. Me. May the Schwartz be with you. Uh, well, we talk a lot about Star Wars being the first to do a lot of things. Um, but when it comes to toys and merchandising, licensed products and stuff like that, it really kind of was the first to, you know, successfully have that marriage between all that stuff in the movie, like side by side as they were coming out. Um, you think back to, well, it was 1976. Star Wars hasn't even been released yet. <clears throat> it's in production. And uh, somebody from Fox goes to the leading toy manufacturer of the day, Mego. And where are they now? Kicking themselves. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they, uh, like a lot of people, underestimated Star Wars. They had no idea it was going to be such a huge success. So they passed on the deal. And the story goes that the representative from Fox went up one flight of stairs to up-and-comer Kenner, and they took the deal, got the contract, and, well, the rest is kind of history. Yeah, it is. I would, I would argue that outside of the influence that Star Wars had on, like, film, um, it had possibly just as big an impact on the world of toys merchandising because yeah yeah because from there on like i mean you could like um there's there's tons of documentaries and stuff about you know like the toys that made us and, and those things but yeah i didn't realize as a child that i was watching commercials all of those cartoons were just commercials for toys mm -hmm. and the reason that that was a thing was because of the success of star wars yeah but uh, just as Mego underestimated the power of Star Wars, Fox underestimated the power of George Lucas. <laughs> and he successfully negotiated you know, either vast majority or complete control and profits of all the merchandising and stuff. So the, the, the smash success of the movie and all the toys and everything gave him so much money that he'd said, I'm going to fund the next two movies by myself because I don't need your money anymore because of all this sweet toy money. So that gave him, you know, uh, complete control over Star Wars from then on. That's really interesting. I didn't realize that it all tied back to the merchandising. And, and yeah. the time period of 1978 to 1985, uh, Kenner sold more than, 300 million Star Wars action figures. Yeah. Which was huge. Yeah, I can it, believe it. It, it. It's ranked number 13 on the top selling action figures of all time. 
I think part of that is because they ended up going with a slightly smaller size with the three and three quarter inch that everyone knows and loves. So they were able to sell them for, I think it was like $2 and 49 cents back then. And so the, you know, easy entry point for people to start snatching them up. Right. And I think a big deal about the size too, is that it allowed them to make vehicles for the, you know, that were to scale somewhat. Cause if you had a, mm. if you had a whole like, you know, GI Joe sized, uh, 12 inch figure, there's no way you're going to make an X-Wing. I mean, that would cost a fortune. Yeah, it's true. All right, you want to, let's, let's look at the beginning here. Cause the, the big history, I guess, behind it is famously, they didn't have the toys ready when the movie was out and it was a massive success. They didn't have them ready to go. Right. Yeah. They might've had some, I don't know the details, but either they sold out so quickly that they had to sell like certificates that you'd send away once they had the stock in order to get your actual figure. So you'd either get like an empty box with a little piece right, of paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um, fed by trying to be secretive about the characters in the movies before they were released as well. Almost like what we saw with, you know, the whole baby Yoda Grogu situation with the Mandalorian. I think the, he, George wanted to keep the original Yoda under wraps until the movie came out Oh, before empire. Yeah. So the kind of like bet. that halfway reveal would still be kind of a surprise in the movie when you got this, you know, Muppet walking around yeah, not knowing. Right. It's the Jedi Master. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think of that as a reveal. The, the, uh, you know, um, you right. seek Yoda and then, you know, he is, Yoda. of course he's Yoda. Right. He's Yoda. Look at him. <laughs> I mean, you don't even realize that that mm -hmm. wasn't always known. Yeah, I think he was not on the back of the the action figure cardboard. When you flip it over, you see like pictures of all the characters in that series, and he was not on there until after the movie. And came also, out. I, I remember um, reading that part of the the secretive nature before the original 1977 release was that George Lucas didn't want the uh, characters and images and likenesses being ripped off, basically. And if the toys are out there, then other people could make, you know, similar toys and call them Luke Starman or whatever and profit off it. So 1985 was the last year that Kenner sold Star Wars action figures until 1995 when uh, the buzz was all around the special edition and the uh, home video release, I think, kind of, kind of got new attention to the franchise and... Um, they brought back the the Kenner action figures with the Power of the Force 2, it was called. Because I guess back in 1985, that's kind of where they left off, was the Power of the Force line. And that's those are the packages I remember as a kid. It was the Power of the Force. I remember those commercials. Now the universe has changed forever. The Star Wars Power of the Force collection. When Darth Vader and his stormtroopers attack, join Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker, and Han Solo. Escape in the mighty Millennium Falcon. Experience the real movie sounds of light speed. When Darth Vader's TIE Fighters are on your tail, hear the force of the Falcon's turbo laser. Can you blast Vader's TIE Fighters to pieces? Never underestimate the power of the force. The Star Wars Power of the Force Collection, each sold separately from Kenner. I remember the, um, kind of like the bright green lightsaber going across the packaging. Yeah. The roided out figures. Yes. Yeah, they, those big, beefy upper bodies to make them look like He-Man-esque 
because I guess that was the style at the time. I don't know. Probably just repainting old WWF wrestler figures right, or something. Yeah, yeah. That's that's basically <laughs> how they looked. Macho Man, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I even remember that. Like the Princess oh, Leia oh, figure had like really broad shoulders, and it just looked off, very uh, hyper masculine. <laughs> and then I'm sure you guys remember. Um, with the prequels that came out with that Comtech chip that would be mm. packed in with the characters. I can never remember the name of that. Oh, yeah, I do. Somebody I do must have had that. a reader. I did not. I, I only had a, yeah. a couple of those I figures in all of it. Uh, I did. So the idea with the Comtech chip was is like this little, probably like an NFC chip or something? I don't even know. I don't know. Some kind of little chip, like a little plastic card. You'd, you'd put on the Comtech reader, and it would play audio dialogue for that character from the movie so you could collect a whole bunch of these chips and with the corresponding figures and you could you know have little voice clips play which back in 1999 or was a was kind of a big deal yeah i remember it being pretty fancy even though it was only like one or two sayings maybe per yeah i think they have they have an updated version of that now right for the sequels or at least for the comics yeah it was like a like a bracelet or something you wear I don't know. Yeah, I vaguely know what you're talking about. And I'm pretty sure that one definitely uses NFC and may even link to a smartphone. Yeah, yeah that's what you think. Yeah, download new would be somehow new clips and stuff. And at this point, they could just put the chip right in the figure probably too. Yeah, I think that's how it is. Should probably preface all this by saying I'm not a yeah, collector. I don't think any of us are really I don't. big collectors. Yeah. But we definitely had no. toys as kids like anybody else did. Yeah. I feel... Yeah, I feel like my earliest memory must be, I think, the Kellogg cereal Han Solo and Stormtrooper disguise. I mm. remember going through the motions to eat enough cereal because I loved cereal <laughs> as a kid. I still love cereal. It's it's awesome. But uh, I ate a lot of Fruit Loops <laughs> and was super excited to get the Stormtrooper Han. Uh, Han. And back then, you had to wait four to six weeks right. after you sent oh, it in. Oh, it took yeah. forever. Oh, oh, it's yeah. the worst. And then it just shows up. It's not even in a box. I think I, yeah. I remember it was. It just came in like a little bag. Didn't like somebody get bag. a uh, ghost of Obi-Wan Kenobi, too? I feel like that was another mail-away thing. Yeah, I think I got that one, too. But you can get them all on eBay. For like ten bucks now, I think. Oh, not, oh yeah, not bad. Act- actually, I was looking it up. It's it's technically, I guess, it's part of the Power of the Force right. line. If it, if it was released at that time, yeah, I think it was counts. Time. Yeah, ninety-five. It looks like. Oh, so this is pretty early. Yeah. Interesting. Good stuff. But over the years, they, they added all like multiple points of articulation. You could bend them any which way, but eventually they kind of worked back down to the kind of like the classic style right they have the vintage line now which kind of makes it look like the old school yeah. ones the packaging well and you know why because they're tapping that nostalgia well, yeah. vein repackaged star wars characters still in their display box are those the limited edition action figures what's a diorama why it's luke and obi-wan and my favorite chewy they're all here exactly because those three and three quarter inch that. figures nobody plays with those like kids i think kids uh, prefer more like you know bigger figures now. That's just the way kids play. Yeah. Um. So they're totally just for collectors. Absolutely. Like the nobody's buying vintage toys to play with their with their children. I don't think. 
because then you got the black series now right that's that's kind of like the go-to or at least that's what they want to be the go-to because they're more expensive yes they look really good though i always like walking through target i always wanted i don't i don't own any of them and i never buy them because they're like 20 bucks a pop for a black series six inch figure yeah. that's just that's just too much for something i am too old to own in a my lot opinion. of people a lot of people buy them to do um like photo shoots like i see a ton yes of yeah i know what you're talking about uh, Hmm. you know of of people doing re reenacting scenes from the movie with their black series and you sometimes you have to like look and be like am i am i just looking at a scene f- like a, a still shot yeah it almost movie? looks like it's just uh computer generated or something like uh from a video game or something yeah yeah but the, the black series ones are articulated and i think they'll, they'll even come with like um you could swap out the hands for you know if you need a, a hand holding a blaster versus just a, a regular hand i think oh really wow um that's cool yeah and like i said like i always want to just kind of look and see like what's out there now who do, who do they have on the shelf just out of curiosity because they do look they're very appealing probably one of the things i was always looking to collect or upgrade or get a better version of was the toy lightsaber as a child. Cause it, I remember the days before sure. I even had one, I would just play around with a flashlight with the lights off in my basement and pretend I was swinging around a lightsaber. That was only what, four weeks ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can't all have galaxy's edge ones like you. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I know. With all of the crystals. Oh boy. I'm I'm missing a couple. I'm missing red and purple, but yeah. A couple. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so this uh this is one of my my favorite things now as a dad. So my 17-month-old son, one of the favorite his favorite things to do when we go down to the playroom is to pick up our little we have just a couple of cheap toy lightsabers. Is to pick one of those up. Pick up the Kylo Ren or Stormtrooper mask and lightsaber duel with me, and so it's just one of those. It's just one of those things yeah. where it's like the magic of Star Wars. It makes me feel like a kid. It gives me a connection right. to my kids. I mean, yeah. my da- my daughter who's older does does it too, and that's I'm that's why he's into it because he sees us doing it. So yeah, yeah, that's something about the lightsaber that just feels right for playing it's fun it's fun you can actually interact you know with each other so that well a little brief history of the toy lightsaber i guess um i didn't realize we were lucky enough to live through like the golden age of the toy lightsaber because before 1995 there really wasn't much like you didn't have any like good telescoping or light up sound effect lightsabers until 1995. Um, you know, when they started with the power of the force line of toys again, that's when you got that telescoping. And I feel like we must've owned the, the green Luke Skywalker lightsaber with lights and sound that you, you flick it out. It doesn't go all the way uh, into the handle. Of course, there's always that little bit. Yes. Out. Yes. I remember yeah. that. Yes. No, I, I had the knockoff one. It was just like a, you know, cheap flashlight with uh Every telescoping bit was a different color. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does the job, though. Yeah. Um, I remember getting uh, one of those telescoping ones that was a Yoda training lightsaber. Must have been after Attack of the Clones. 
and he would it would like Yoda would actually mm. like speak to you and give you encouragement as you trained. <laughs> but then, uh, I think it, at first it was a company called Master Replicas who made the Force FX. Um, I, do any of you guys have one of those? I never got one. I, s- I still yeah. don't have one. I do. I have the um, Return of the yeah, Jedi. They were the first, and there was like clearly like this is a collector's item. This is not a toy. It's not meant to be because the 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 blade was a like a long string of LEDs so that it could light up, you know, mm. in order from from bottom to top and look like it was extending right. out. But they were prone to breakage, so you would end up with like a dead spot in the uh in the blade if you struck it against something too hard so they weren't really toys but they looked authentic uh and then eventually hasbro started making something they called ultimate fx which looked like that they had the led strip they were a little more durable they were made of plastic they were a little smaller so this was a toy it didn't cost over a hundred dollars um they're probably like 50 bucks or something and I ended up getting a few of these much like later down the line for my kids. I got a Qui-Gon Jinn and uh, what do we have, a Darth Vader. And those are awesome. They sound cool. They look authentic. And they're good for dueling. Ours haven't broken after many, many fights. Nice. But yeah, the, the um, Master Replica's Force Effects, even though they did have an accelerometer in them, so when you moved them around, it made the whooshing sounds. And if you did connect with something, you know, it, it was more or less, you know, don't smash it into somebody or right. something. But if it did, if it did connect, it would flash and it would make the deflection. Right. Noise. Yeah. So it did have programmed but, in sound and light effects for a clash, but you, yeah. were, you weren't encouraged to use them for any sort of, you know, dueling play. Yeah. And most of them, and most of them came with a, um, display stand so you can hang it up on the wall which is primarily what most people use them for is like uh, ambient lighting or night lighting for their kids hmm. well as much as i love playing with lightsabers i think probably my favorite set of toys that certainly ones i collected the most of were the star wars action fleet line which was made by yeah a company called galoob which i don't think is around anymore but they they were the micro machines company the force just got stronger with all new vehicles from the Star Wars action fleet. Coming in, Rebel Base! Han Solo and Chewbacca prepare for battle in the Millennium Falcon. Jump to hyperspace! She's gotta! Imperial landing craft in range! Fire, Chewie! Blast him! With real Star Wars heroes straight from the movies. Rebel Blockade Runner, watch back! Blast him, Han! New Star Wars vehicles from the Star Wars action fleet. The force is stronger than ever. Yeah! New Micro Machine Star Wars action fleet vehicles come with two figures, each sold separately. New from Galoob! But the Action Fleet, the, the thing I loved about them was, first of all, they they were affordable. I think they might have only been like $15 for a ship. And they were um, all like the different starfighters and ships from all over the saga. Even like some expanded universe stuff from like Shadows of the Empire. Um, mm-hmm. And some of the uh, video games and whatnot. But I loved the scale of them. They're like the perfect little scale and they came with a tiny little pilot that's like maybe an inch tall and they come with two of two of these little guys i remember um i mean i had i I had like every main ship in the imperial and uh rebel fleets uh they're very detailed the the paint jobs are great and they have like they have movable parts like the x-wings s-foils will open up 
obviously, because what good is an mm-hmm. X-wing toy if it doesn't do that? I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, it was. It's all about the detail on these on these little ships, and they, they were perfect for displaying, perfect for for you know flying around the house. Yeah, I think I think uh, this is what I used. I attempted to do like a stop motion thing, like a quick animation thing. I'm sure I gave up after like five seconds worth of footage, but should have used go motion. Yeah. Yeah. I should have the table. I was doing it on the, the floor. So it's kind of hard to shake the whole floor, but yeah. now I, now I know if I do Gotta it again, do go motion. Yeah. That's what was missing. Yeah. I think what, um, what ended up, well, I think I grew out of them, honestly, but what ended up uh, disappointing me about the action fleet line was they, they started putting out ships that weren't to scale. So oh. if you get if you get an A-wing with this tiny little pilot, it, it seems about right. Like he, he fits alone in the cockpit, nice and snug. Same with all the, the starfighters, the TIE fighters, whatever. But then they release like the Millennium Falcon. And the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. cockpit opens up and you can just barely fit one little Han Solo in there. That's not that's mm-hmm. not the Millennium Falcon. No, that's not it's like right. the same size as the X-Wing. Get that out of here. And they are the um they ended up having like even the droid like control ship, like the massive Oh, uh, the thing that that Anakin destroys in episode one. Yeah, that's not action fleet. I'm sorry. No. If anything, they should have made Why? those things and made them a bigger scale, so it was still to scale with your action fleet ships. That would have been cool. Oh, that still would have been like the size of a room. I um, I think I inherited most of mine from Bill. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm still alive, so it wasn't inherited. I know, but. Uh, <laughs> Because I, I still have um, some, but I don't remember ever actually asking for any. And I have um, the uh, sand crawler with little Jawa. Yeah, that's right. I I was thinking that I remembered a sand yeah, crawler. That's not the scale either. No, it's not. But it had the little thing you could move on the bottom, and the side of it would come out. And there was a little scavenger droid, and then the top would open, so you could mm-hmm. put the Jawa. Yeah, in. And so it, much, yeah. so much activity packed into these little ships. They were the perfect toy. I swear, love those things. Yeah, and, and kind of like that, but not as compact and detailed. There's micro machines made little play sets based on various settings and characters i remember i had a um it was it looked like boba fett's head or his helmet and that like swings open and it's uh it might have been a cloud city playset inside or there's like a dig up a swamp there's a, a, a even like a big millennium falcon that like opens right. up yeah those the whole way. those are like um poly yeah. pockets for boys basically uh yeah kind of yes yes i remember More these less, yeah. I, I must have had some but i honestly i can't even remember i think the right little now. the little little like figures that you'd have with those sets are probably the same ones in the action fleet vehicles, right? Uh, I don't, I think they were smaller. smaller. And then I think they ended up using those or at least something similar in these, uh, little blind bag, um, packs you could get. I remember getting them at Disney world, but they'd be like a, you know, a little plastic bag you buy and there's like three or four little figures in them you can feel through and try to figure out which ones was they that, are was that like back in early 2000s or when was that uh yeah i think it was before the acquisition which was 2012 but they always had some sort of partnership with yeah, Disney. blind blind bags feels like something. such a new they thing have, to me they have them 
they have them still or they oh, did yeah. sure recently because i have i have a little uh sail barge and uh like oh, a speeder that's bike right. yeah, from, you know what i did buy bike. a few of those too i've got a little x-wing and a little um millennium falcon around here somewhere i don't know if they're still doing it or not i think i got them actually as in like a stocking stuffer yeah, for christmas yeah yeah, yeah. i think uh i actually think i got those for you as a stocking stuffer yeah there you go hmm. speaking of brothers uh giving each other things i'm sure he's listening right now but my brother had this <clears throat> i guess he was part of the quote-unquote star wars fan club i don't know what that meant i think there's sort of magazine involved but there was <laughs> this special gift that subscribers got it was a little black box and it was a micro machine star destroyer and darth vader figure uh and i always teased him that i was gonna open it i'm gonna open it whenever i wanted to get him going because he's like no i'm never gonna open it. it's gonna be worth so much money <laughs> and i looked i looked today it's 25 25 bucks <laughs> Just wanted to you know what? That's more there. than not yeah, twenty five bucks, though. So that's oh, yeah. true. Well, keep. I'll get you a together. coffee at yeah. Starbucks. Hold on to it for another twenty years, and maybe yeah, it'll be we'll see. thirty bucks. Twenty six. <laughs> All right, we'd be remiss if we did not talk about. Yeah, yeah. You guys could nerd out about micro micro machines all night. I think I, I want to say my entire childhood was probably revolved around Lego. <laughs> Uh, and so we, we have to do a, a, a little, uh, at least a little bit on Lego. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, definitely played with Lego way before they started doing licensed stuff. Um, but yeah. I always, like everything I ever built was always some kind of spaceship that I was flying around where like co- little compartments moving people around. It was always space mm. related. I I'm pretty sure I remember trying to make like my own X-wings and stuff at some point. Um and then of course super super excited when they they decided to license actually license Star Wars. And if if none of you guys know maybe someone listening can write it and tell us if I'm wrong about this. I'm pretty sure Star Wars speaking of first was the first <laughs> Uh, license of this kind for Lego. I think you're right. You could be right. That's what I was I'm thinking I'm surprised too. it wasn't until 1999. It was a big deal when it happened. Because it wasn't just, it didn't just stop at the toys too. And then they started in with the, the Lego Star Wars games and shows. Yeah, and even movie, the movies and the have movies and everything. original so characters. I, I feel like it all stems. There's, there's all those licensed yeah. characters in there too. Because that's what Lego is, right? Yeah, I feel like it stemmed from this initial license back in '98, yeah. I think, when it yeah. when it actually was signed or whatever. Yeah, the first movie and TV based license themes in 1999 was Star Wars and Winnie the Pooh for Lego. You can't understate the uh, influence That's... Winnie the Pooh had, though, either. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I, I still have a bunch of the ones that I got early on. The Nine, the X-Wing from 99, which is must have been one of the That's got to be worth something, though. Uh, not in its yeah, current right. state. It's yeah. not. It's Only missing you stuff. listened to my brother and, and kept it in the box. And not right, put yeah. it together? Yeah, that's not what I... <laughs> uh, I have an A-Wing from 2006, Darth Vader's TIE Fighter. And the, are these like big sets? Uh, like um, 
Yeah, these are like the regular yeah. size sets. So, uh, and then Poe's X-wing and a Y-wing that's still sitting in most of its pieces, uh, because when you try to build something like that with a four-year-old, it takes a really, really long time. Yeah, it would. Um, yeah, I never, I didn't have Legos yeah. as a kid. Not, I can't even think of. I think I might have had like Anakin's pod racer, just because I loved that that the look of that thing. Um, because I I must have had it because when I saw they they came out with a new one just last year, like a re-release, and I had to have it because I remembered building it as a kid. Yeah, the twentieth anniversary yeah, edition. Yeah. So now, as an adult, so I've that was... got a decent collection of some of the smaller scale stuff, but not as never as a kid. That was cool. I I I don't think we can get through an episode without me mentioning Celebration in 2019 because yeah, you I were went there. there. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Big surprise. No, no. Um, but they one of the booths that I liked the most was the Lego one. It was really cool. They had a whole timeline of the different sets on one wall and another wall they had a uh it was a the i think it was the original star wars poster um made out of lego and like it was three-dimensional where luke was like coming nice. out of the wall it's built in cool. lego so it was pretty cool uh but then they had all the 20th anniversary sets that they were putting out like the pod racer right. and the and there's so one. many sets that have uh-huh. seen like re-releases, and like like an X-wing, for example. How many different yeah. X-wings have they have they put out over there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have the original pose. There's another pose, black and orange. I think one of other. There's a resistance yeah, yep. one. Like there's there's a ton. There's of them, a of course. sinking uh, in the Dagobah swamp. Luke X-wing. Yeah, one that's like <laughs> um, yeah, swampy and and weathered looking. It's got moss. Yeah, yeah it's got moss all over it. Yeah, I never. I, you know what it kept me from because I I almost got the Razor Crest this past Christmas. I was re- really looking oh. to get that, but then I talked myself out of it because I don't know where I would put it. And that's my that's my issue with a lot of collecting. I I would be more interested in collecting. For, I mean, first off, there's the price of entry, which is always an issue in collecting anything, especially with yeah. Lego. Yeah, but then it's the issue of where do you put it. You need to almost have a room dedicated, and I kind of do. Like the room where I'm recording right now, I got Legos all over the walls and a few Funko Pops, but yeah, like I, think, I don't have room for anything of significant size. I'm thinking about stringing some up from the ceiling, right. actually, with wire. It. So that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, you want to talk about expensive? I, I like to I I buy some of the more expensive Lego sets, like the Ghostbusters Firehouse and Tower of Isengard, but I think my favorite build I ever did was probably the 2014 Sandcrawler, just because of how massive. Big surprise! Just because of how massive it was. <laughs> just because Ben. All, just because of how massive. All, okay. And all of the <laughs> and all of the detail that went into it. Um, it's also one of the only sets to contain uh, Uncle Owen, a minifigure of Uncle Owen. Was it a skeleton? <laughs> before, or before or after? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before. before he was demeted. And I did end up getting the Razor Crest for for Christmas time, and it was the first Lego set I bought or I got for my birthday. Uh, Third party lights to add to it, like an actual lighting kit. Right. And, yeah. And hmm. it's pretty cool to have lighting kits in it, but it was a pain to put those in. So there's there's one other line of the Lego Star Wars that I 
I really want to mention too because I think they're really cool, and that's the micro fire fighters yes. line. Yeah, I'm a big fan. They're like the the mini mini kits. Uh, I have a, a few: the Ghost, a Wookiee gunship, and a Resistance, Resistance yeah. X-wing. And I I got to be honest, I was doing some research last night. I very nearly drove to Target last night because there's a new AT-AT one. AT versus Tauntaun. Eight. Yep, yep. I yes. saw that too. And we were just talking about. I want it so Tauntauns. bad. I want it so bad. And <laughs> it looks awesome. Uh, yeah. Are these like the really chunky, kind of like stocky looking ones? Yeah, pretty much. But what's cool yeah, about them yeah, is, yeah. I mean, there's so many things I love about these. Things. First of all, they're affordable, which is great for Legos. It's like hard to find right. affordable yeah. Legos. Yep. They're small, so that you don't have the issue of space, like as far as where to store them. I've got like eight of them just sitting on one shelf. And yep. best of all, they come with a minifig, and they're like good minifigs. Yes. Like, I got a Han Solo. I got yes. an Admiral Ackbar. Like they, you know, it's like actual. It's like an all-in-one set. Like it's like everything you love about Lego in a nice little package. It's great. And they're fun to build. You could build them in, you know, just a, you know, one sitting. Yeah, they're really, really. And fast. they, um, they've they've released some that have some pretty rare minifigs in them. Like Bill had mentioned, the Ghost came with Hera, and um, this is from Rebels, right? Yeah, yeah. I missed that yeah. one. And, and Hera, there is an actual Ghost like big set too. I was looking right, up. but that one, since it's no longer being made anymore, is incredibly expensive to try to get your hands on but it's the only other way to get a Hera minifigure so it's pretty um Mm. it was pretty cool to get to get that one i really like the um what are they called the one like the full size man (laughs) like they almost Uh, look like uh like lego technic or um what you mean like the Bionicles? Bionicles, yeah. They're like oh, bionicles, bionicles, but yeah. Star Wars, I think. Right? Yeah. I don't I like th- that. Well, here, No, I don't like... They, here's the ones I, ha- I have. <laughs> they've got some kind of uncanny valley. They have K2SO, because he's a droid. Well, and that he makes looks sense. pretty spot on. The one I really want, though, is General Grievous. He looks... Awesome uh, again, yeah. Uh, droids, yeah. I can yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not, sorry. I should have. Because you're right. They did make like a Luke Skywalker one, a Ray one that my daughter has, and just looks weird because it looks like she looks like a robot. It, you know, it works for it works yeah. for droids, but they right. call them buildable figures, and they look like bionicles. Actually, they look kind of like constipated bionicles. Boring conversation, anyway. Well, we got pretty uh, side not a sidetracked. We got pretty into the Lego discussion there, so it looks like we're probably out of time for this episode. And we haven't even mentioned what, Funko Pops, Christmas ornaments, random fast food toys and tie-ins. Plus, there's so much this, out there. I mean, we're we're mostly talking nostalgia of, of toys that we had as kids. But now that we right. have children, I'm doing everything I can to get them playing with Star Wars stuff. So, <laughs> yes. But uh, what are we talking about next week? So next week, uh, join us as we continue our journey through the uh, Skywalker saga. And we talk about a new home. In the meantime, please reach out, say hello. Let us know what you think, what we got wrong, because I'm sure we... uh, It was a lot. We're not exactly experts on collectibles, but you can reach us at 
warts and all, W-O-R-R-T-S, at Gmail, Twitter, Instagram, got the Discord uh, in the show notes, right? Yeah. Share your collections as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, ours are all pretty modest, I think, for sure, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, that's going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening. The Force will be with you. Always. That sounds so... He was doing it. a Harrison Ford, I think. I saw oh, that mumbo jumbo. 